This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, members of Congress are now asking questions about Social Security's plans to end a major telework program. More VA patients were able to see personnel from the comfort of their homes this year. And contractors will need to keep track of any fake parts they come across. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Four House subcommittee chairmen want more details from the Social Security Administration about its plans to end telework for 11,000 employees. They wrote to SSA Administrator Andrew Saul asking about the agency's decision to end telework for operations employees, as well as SSA's plans to track and measure its impact. Telehealth is quickly growing at the Veterans Affairs Department. Telehealth appointments were up 17% in 2019. Over 99,000 veterans used VA's secure Video Connect conferencing app at home. That's an increase of 235% from last year. Two-thirds of VA Video Connect appointments were for telemental health visits. VA says all of its primary and mental health care providers will be able to meet with patients via a mobile or web-based device by the end of fiscal 2020. Acquisition authorities make a proposed rule final to keep phony parts out of systems that the government buys. It's been a long time coming. Congress in 2012 mandated that defense contractors and subs report counterfeit or suspected fakes into a central database. The Federal Acquisition Regulation Council proposed a rule in 2014. Now the rule is final, effective December 23rd. The rule requires reporting fakes, an activity that until now has been mostly voluntary. It applies beyond the Defense Department because agencies like NASA can also be harmed by fake parts. I'm Tom Temin. The two senators leading the charge to prevent federal retirement assets from being invested in Chinese-based companies are not giving up. Republican Marco Rubio and Democrat Gene Shaheen are urging the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee to take up their legislation. The Taxpayers and Savers Protection Act would prevent the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board from moving the international fund to a new benchmark. The new benchmark includes several emerging markets and China. The board finalized its decision to move ahead with the iFund changes earlier this month. The Air Force cuts the number of jobs eligible for re-enlistment bonuses in 2020. The Air Force Personnel Center says 72 jobs will be able to receive selective retention bonus program bumps. That's down from the 107 jobs that were eligible in 2019. The Air Force is currently trying to grow its ranks, but recently its manning levels have been improving, leaving less of a need for bonuses to incentivize airmen to stay. Richard Spencer is out as the Secretary of the Navy. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, it's part of the controversy involving a Navy SEAL pardoned by the president in a war crimes case. The Pentagon says Defense Secretary Mark Esper demanded Spencer's resignation after he learned Spencer had been privately negotiating with the White House to let Navy SEAL Edward Gallagher retire at his current rank. Esper called that a lack of candor and said it caused him to lose confidence. Spencer told a different story in his resignation letter last night. He said he could no longer serve under a commander in 
chief who doesn't share his views on good order and discipline. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Military commissaries are getting high ranks from their patrons. More than 20,000 shoppers rated the Defense Commissary Agency 4.51 out of 5 points, with 5 being the highest score. That's a nearly 5% increase from last year. The Defense Commissary Agency conducted the survey over 10 straight days. The marks are the highest the agency has seen since 2012. Commissaries got their highest ranks in having courteous employees and convenient hours. The Office of Management and Budget will soon launch a reskilling pilot with the hopes of bringing the federal workforce up to speed on data science skills. Federal Deputy Chief Information Officer Margie Graves said the program will train not just frontline employees, it will also bring the agency executives up to speed on data literacy skills. The pilot is a spinoff from OMB's Federal Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy, which has already trained two cohorts of employees for cyber jobs. And a final draft of the federal data strategy has gotten a release date from OMB. Margaret Weikert, OMB's Deputy Director for Management, said the agency expects to release the strategy in mid-December. A draft version of the plan, released in June, outlined 10 principles, such as ethical governance of data and 40 agency best practices on managing and protecting data. You can find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 